there and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hello, Savvy Souls. Today, we're going to start a dialogue about how to bring the various pieces of ourselves together. And so I'm going to talk about a couple of my roles, and I'll probably do this in a few different sessions because I think it's really one of the more useful things I've learned over the last year. So when I moved on from being an international tax lawyer and became an artist and then a life coach, I thought of myself really as three different people. The Heather that was the tax lawyer and a business leader, the Heather that is an artist, and the Heather that's the life coach. And for a few years, I really compartmentalized my roles. I didn't really see the crossovers between all of these different aspects of me, and I didn't try to unify them within me. And what this really meant is that I wasn't bringing all of me to anything. So when I was coaching my clients, I was leaving the artist in another room, and it was a piece of me that I would pick up in different non-coaching times. When I was coaching, I'd feel like I was neglecting my art, and when I was painting, I'd feel like I was neglecting my coaching. And in both cases, I was leaving behind the other part of me that advised on multi-billion dollar leads and ran a high performing team and served demanding clients. My biggest growth this year has been to learn how to bring all of me into everything. And now that I've done that, that's exactly what I want for you too. Because when you gather up all the pieces of who you are, you'll feel such a sense of wholeness and completeness and okayness with the world. And you'll start thinking better. You'll be more creative and more satisfied. And you'll be way more likely to create a life that feels really amazing. So because of all of those benefits, I'm going to keep talking about this in other episodes, and each time I'll try to draw out learnings that might be helpful to you. So today I want to focus on what my artist self has taught my lawyer brain and what this experience can teach you. So the first area is nonlinear thinking. Law really is all about linear thinking. As lawyers, we have to ask ourselves, what are the courts saying now? How are the courts today applying what the courts said about this last year or the decade or century before? That's what legal precedents are all about. New decisions follow from old decisions and change is always incremental unless there's been a legislative change. Also, the most important part of a legal deal, any transaction, was always the step plan. So we'd have to ask ourselves and our clients, okay, what do we need to do today? Where do we need to be in 90 days? What do we need to do every single day in between? What do we need to accomplish? That's what a step plan is. 
So my lawyer brain thought this is just the way all things need to be gradual, incremental, logical, planned growth. My artist brain came into the picture and said, yeah, that's sometimes the best way to get things done. But a lot of times it's not. My artist brain said, hey, let's step out of this rigid thinking. Let's notice that insights can happen in an instant. True creativity doesn't conform to a step plan of rigid rules. It can arrive unbidden and spontaneously. True creativity requires me to ditch the step plan and allow myself all kinds of unagended time so I can meditate and allow myself to be present in the moment. My artist brain taught my lawyer brain that it's sometimes okay to ditch the step plan and just allow things to happen. My artist brain taught me that the straight path forward isn't always the shortest way. Okay. The second thing, big area, that my artist brain was able to teach my lawyer brain something really important is there is no need to know how. So when you're a serious tax lawyer advising clients on serious matters, they usually want to know the how before we start. Exactly how will we get those tax results? What will be our arguments? How will we bolster them? What level of opinion will you be able to give me? How will we implement everything that needs to be done on time and in our schedule? As lawyers, we get paid for knowing how. But my artist brain taught me that trying to know how ahead of time could stop me in my tracks. At the very beginning of my artistic career, after I left my law firm and EY, I took an art class. And the students, I noticed eventually the students who were focusing on the how and peppered our teacher with questions about exactly what to do, when they were focused on those things, they didn't get very far because they weren't producing the art within them. Within them. They were too busy focusing on what they should do. The truth is our analytical brains are simply not good at making art. Good art doesn't require any knowledge of the how. Okay, some other artists would argue with me about that, but I really believe that, that it doesn't require any knowledge of the how at the beginning. So what I've really found out is the less I know, the better. Here's what my artist brain has taught me instead. I don't need to know how in advance. I just start with the assumption that anything that I want to do as possible. And I play and I allow ideas to emerge. I free up space in my brain. I meditate, I go quiet and I stop thinking and planning. And eventually ideas will come unbidden. And eventually one of those ideas will light me up and I'll decide I'm going to create this. And only then if the new idea requires me to know a new technique, do I research and ask questions and talk to people and figure out how to do it. So the third area my artist brain has really helped my lawyer brain is learning how to think more expansively. Law is all about limits. That's what law really is. It's telling us what we can't do. It's about rules and regulations and knowing what's permitted and what isn't. As lawyers, 
we can sometimes work around the edges and we can try to interpret the laws in generous ways for our clients, but our jobs don't allow us to be truly expansive. The law applies to all of us, it applies to all of you, and it gets us all thinking in terms of shoulds and compliance with rules and other legal principles. So developing my art has taught me a whole different way of being in the world. It's the exact opposite. It's all about how to be unlimited, how to not confine myself in a box. When I started out as an artist, lots of people told me what I should do. My lawyer brain wanted to listen, but my artist brain said, no way. I want to let out what's inside of me. I want to expand. I want to grow. I want to entertain new ideas as they emerge and never be confined by the way anyone else thinks. I don't want to follow anyone else's prescriptions about how to do art. I want to invent my own way. The law is all about prescriptions. Art is all about freedom. My artist brain taught me how to be free. Fourth area that where my artist brain was helpful is teaching me how not to judge. My lawyer brain learned to judge. Is it right or is it wrong? Is it within the law or not? Can my client do this or not? What might a regulator or judge say about this? What will be permitted? It was all about getting permission and staying within the confines of other people's rules and judgments. My artist brain showed me how not to judge things. It told me how to admire all artwork, to see the essence of other artists in their creations, and to love that essence in whatever I see. To really see the beauty of the human experience everywhere around me, and to love my own art for the same reasons. And really, at the end of the day, to notice how amazing and wonderful all of that feels. My artist brain taught me how to step out of judgment and into love. So those are just four examples of what my artist brain taught my lawyer brain. So you can see how one role that we might play gets us thinking one way and another role another way. I've spoken here specifically about some ways my artist brain has taught my lawyer brain, but you know, it's not all one way. In another episode, I'll share what my lawyer brain has taught my artist brain and what my lawyer brain has taught my coaching brain, because there's value in each and every one of the roles we play. And when we bring them all together, that's my friends where the magic happens. So Savvy Souls, I always want my episodes to be useful for you. So from this episode, the first thing you can start thinking about is about all the roles you've taken on in your life, your specific career, uh, your role as a mom or a dad, sister, brother, or child, your role in the community, your role as a volunteer, charity organizations, your role as a friend, the role you play in your network of friends, um, your role as a creator, the physical spaces you've created, your hobbies and skills, so many things. You've got so many roles in you. And what you do in each of these roles, each of those are parts of you, and they each have something to each to teach the other parts of you. 
So what could you learn if you use some of those skills and wisdoms in one thing in other areas? How would it feel to be more of you all of the time? So that's one area I want you to think about as a result of this episode. And my artist brain wants me to recap the four things it taught my lawyer brain, because these things may help you too. So first, there are times you need a step plan and times you don't. Consider experimenting and trying new things as you go. Know that things can happen in an instant. Secondly, let go of the need to know how before you start. Knowing how sometimes comes at the end, not at the beginning. You'll move closer to your dreams if you drop the need to know how ahead of time and allow yourself to start things without knowing. The third thing was to ditch the rules and shoulds and think expansively instead. Let out what's inside of you so you can expand and grow. Don't keep confining yourself. And finally, learn how to drop your judgments of yourself and of others. It will be the most freeing thing you, you'll ever do, I guarantee it. And you'll have so much more love in your life. So Savvy Souls, if you'd like to learn how to integrate all the parts of your life into one big, beautiful whole, if you'd like help creating the life you want, why not book a free coaching consultation call with me? I promise you, if you show up on a call and we chat for an hour, whether we end up working together or not, you will walk away with your life changed in a valuable and significant way. So Savvy Souls, if you enjoyed this episode and you think there are ideas of value here that other people you know could benefit from, please share this episode with them. Tell them about the Unlikely Artist podcast. Recommend they subscribe to it and get the same value from it that you're getting. Love you guys and see you next time. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.